welcome to House of House. I am Lenny Burnham. And I'm Andrew Taven, and today we're talking about uh, season finale of episode one, which is, of season one, which is episode 22, Honeymoon, in which House has to uh, figure out what's wrong with his ex-wife's husband, even though the ex-wife's husband uh, doesn't want to be there. And uh, he probably breaks the law a bunch of times, even just treat like more than usual, even. But it happens. It turns out he's got acute intermittent porphyria, porphyria, porphyria uh, which is bad. I guess it it just destroys your brain, it rots your brain, just like television. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, but then you know he figures it out because he's house, and it it works out. And our guest is Leslie Lee from Struggle Session. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you so much for having me. So uh, before we talk about the specific episode, what's your background with House? You know, House is one show that I never got super into, but watch it. But I've all I've seen like 100 episodes of House. Have I ever intended to watch an episode of House? <laughs> never. Not even once in my life have I sat down and say, I'm going to watch House. But I've seen like a ton of House just because it's on if you were around in the was it the aughts and the teens, yeah. like you were gonna see House. It was on uh, <laughs> Fox on Friday nights, and if you have didn't have anything else to do, you might watch a bit of House while you're getting ready to go out or whatever. You yeah. know that. So I've seen a ton of House, but I've never sat down and watched it because um, even though I like procedurals, I like Law and Order, I like Criminal Minds. House always seemed low stakes to me because it's just like medical stuff. It's like, mm. wait, where are the serial killers the vampires <laughs> yeah. well i'm probably they're, sure they're... we get one at some point yeah there's I'm, like i was sure that there whatever. would be a few serial killer episodes but not uh, not a ton you're not criminal minds guarantees you a movie level serial killer killer every single <laughs> week. i don't know how you beat that deal with you know medical mysteries but houses is, is, is a fun watch though it's always i mean the formula works obviously there's nothing you can say about that yeah oh i 100 percent that was Reggie, my dog, was just agreeing with you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's a real, like, you know, reruns on USA kind of show. It's just like USA Network. You'll watch it because it's on, right? Like, it's, and they're like potato chips. I mean, we, I think it was like, actually, it might have been before pandemic started or a little afterwards, but like, uh, my wife and I, she hadn't seen, um, she'd seen House here and there, and she'd seen, uh, she hadn't seen The Wire at all. And I kind of like kept bothering her to like watch the wire. And then we were kind of watching both at once. And I'd forgotten how slow the wire is. Mm. And it was, it was tough to be like, well, I guess we'll watch one and it'd feel like a real lift. And then it'd be like, all right, now we can watch like seven episodes of house. Cause it's like potato chips. You just like, yeah, just you swim through it. Yeah. You get the story really quick. You're not sitting there for weeks on end with all this tension, figuring out, think about what's going to happen. No, you figure out, you get a whole story in that 45 minutes, a lost art in all of, uh, I don't even know if you call it TV streaming yeah. episodic series, uh, right now, you just, you're not getting that, that, those really digestible, good chunks of television of storytelling. It is really the thing is just like, they are telling stories. Now all, all, all the stories good or original. No, but at least they end yeah. right. <laughs> they let you off the hook at a certain point. It is wild. Cause I did, I, I really liked sort of the binge culture early on, but then you kind of realize that like, they still feel like they have to hit some minimum number of episodes. So you just end up with like a long movie that really spins its wheels sometimes. Like, I feel like I haven't watched any of like the new Marvel Disney or whatever shows, but I remember watching uh, Jessica Jones when that was on Netflix and there it was like, Oh, this is good. Except for the like six episodes in the middle where nothing happens, but you had to have them because they had like, you know, they were still convinced they had to hit a certain number. Yeah, and it hasn't really changed, sadly. Like the new Disney shows, they're like like six hour movies that yeah. are low budget movies with these movie stars in them, but they it looks ter it doesn't look yeah. any good. <laughs> and it's just like embarrassing for all these people uh to be in. I mean, the Star Wars one especially, I'm sure uh people have seen clips of like the sub Power Rangers level like <laughs> action photography yeah. that's happening on those shows. It's like you just don't need that scene if you got you know, you and you don't certainly don't need to be, put you and McGregor, an actual movie star, in that same show. Like, yeah, oh my god, where are the agents? Is the main <laughs> thing I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, it's very weird. Whenever I see someone like Florence Pugh in a Marvel show, I just like 
imagine someone like that being on like Smallville. It just feels so yes. weird. I was gonna say they wouldn't have done house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they should have had those. They should have had those as like, I don't know. It sort of feels like you see the trailer for like, uh, and I haven't really watched that many CW shows, but I get the sense that when I see the trailer for something like uh, She-Hulk or uh, Miss Marvel, that I'm like, this would probably have been like the best CW show to air ever. But now it's probably going to be like, like you said, like it doesn't look, and maybe it'll be really great, but like it doesn't look great from the trailer literally just in the sense of like this does not look like you expect i guess a disney product with these stars and whatever to look like whereas i guess with the cw you're like oh that's okay that's like the guy from one tree hill yeah uh, (laughs) superman villain so it's fine that they had to like photoshop in lasers or something like it just seems there's a there's an understanding there's an understanding that you had agreement that you had with the tv that i just felt has been you know kind of lost like they're not living up to their promise anymore yeah uh i 100 percent. i think let's uh let's start jumping in we do uh so we do um you know kind of go through but we don't need to keep it real tight we can jump around to different parts of the episode uh did you remember because leslie you said you've been watching you know you've seen random house episodes here and there do you remember the whole thing with like house and his ex-wife and then they you see they sort of bring her in no i didn't remember that part but it wasn't i mean it wasn't hard to follow but i didn't i didn't know if this was the first episode she was in or if this had been like an ongoing thing but you know probably didn't matter that much yeah Yeah, that's something that's so nice about that those old shows is that it doesn't matter and they're just constantly like yeah your your wife is here maybe she's been in a hundred episodes before this maybe this is the first (laughs) one yeah they don't have to do like the game of thrones three minute recap that shows you like you know, you're in like season five and they show you a scene with like Dario Noharis who hasn't shown up since season two or whatever. And you're like, well, I guess he's coming back. <laughs> like if he's showing up in the last time, they're showing me the 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, exactly. I always spoil it for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're good. So House's wife, ex-wife wants him to look at her husband. But he doesn't want to talk to House because he's convinced nothing's wrong with him. And she, as it turns out, very correctly thinks he is deathly ill because he's been like, the vibes have been off. He's just sort of been acting a little weird and like his tummy hurts. But turns out he's dying like fast. So good thing she caught that. Uh, She tricks him into meeting up with House at some restaurant. Um, She says she doesn't want them to have a pissing contest because they start fighting. But then House challenges him to a beer chug off and it turns out he drugged him he drugged him like the worst dialogue to the pissing contest part when uh when house starts being like it's oscar wilde i like watched that scene a couple times and i was like i have no idea what these guys are talking about it's like two alphas going at it you can't understand it's like when two people on lsd are having a conversation you're just not you just let them vibe you just let them go off each other's vibe and they're they're figuring out they know what they're saying (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) uh they yeah and so they they just um house commits i think normally he commits like a a tops out at like one major felony this one he is just racking him up like he's got a little punch card like he gets a 10th one for free like like yeah medical medical assault twice at (laughs) least uh breaking and entering like felony breaking and entering yeah uh, like there's a lot of crimes he commits, and everybody's just like, "Oh, that's just house, I guess." Yeah, yeah the, and he the did cold this open like that ends in a drugging is just perfect. It's just such yeah. like, "Oh, you." He also did a like Joker esque uh plan where he had like pre called the paramedics to yes. rush in <laughs> after he like uh drugged him so like the second he collapses it times it with like the paramedics coming in and they kind of wave it a little because i do like that he's like wow it's good he drank it that quickly because he wouldn't have drank it if the paramedics rushed in first which it's like good point Um, which which i like because like that that intro could be a lot more less interesting than those couple of minutes like that you could have a very boring intro like maybe everything doesn't work as a bit silly but like every minute of the show they're trying to entertain you and hook you because they know you haven't already paid to watch the show and yeah. have it on your streaming service they know they have to get your attention and make sure you don't turn it 
to another uh, NBC or ABC. You know, they're yeah. trying to hook you in. Lost art. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. If he had just, like, done the usual, like, house episode, like, uh-oh, he thinks he's okay, but then he passes out. Like, that, the, the, it's, a, it's a great little, I mean, like we said, incredibly illegal, but a, a, a <laughs> wonderful little plot. Yeah. Um, is I love it when a plan comes together uh yeah the they also house uh cameron is like pretending to be house before he comes in and she's like talking to the doctors and house you know is always like being like mildly bigoted towards his employees but she like immediately is just like foreman you car thief what are you doing here and he's like what the, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing and she's like i was being racist like house and he's like you were being more racist than house <laughs> I do like the fact that House is, is racist. Like, yeah, he's a rich white guy born in a certain... Yeah, he's a racist. I, and that's just it. He's racist to employee. He gets along with him, but he is a racist and a sexist. And that's just it. That's a, yeah. that's what these people are like. They have... This is a weird, a recurring thing in this episode, is people being more racist than House while pretending to be House. Like, even more <laughs> racist while pretending to be House. Because there's, there's a moment... And I... Okay, I swear... So House's ex-wife is like uh trying to like do a bit where she's like him and she's like, Oh, you would be like, hey, Dr. Mandingo. And I like was like, wait a second, is that like a real like I was like for a moment and I looked it up and I'm like, cause I know what, you know, the context of the you know, the film and the, what that is and it's like historically and whatever. I was like, that felt like I was like, is that like a, I thought that for a second, that was like a slur slur. Like I was like, wow, I can't believe. And I guess I looked it up and there was like, no, a, it's not a slur. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it <laughs> white, but it's not. No, I want to put it, I want to make clear. I was putting that in quotes. Qu of, yeah. You had it in quotes. Said, I yeah. saw him doing it for folks. I saw <laughs> it, I it make clear. every time he said, it. but no, it's not actually like a slur slur unless you use it. It's kind of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's because I looked at I when I was looking it up because I was like trying to ascertain, like because I'm like I have I'm like all right that seems like a wild thing for her to be referring to another character as and that we're supposed to be like yeah sure okay, uh, even if she's like pretending to be house and I like Googled it just to be sure I was like is it could, can I say this at all <laughs> yeah even yeah, in context. It's an interesting movie, actually. If yeah. people haven't seen it, Mandingo is a pretty interesting film to go back and 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 watch. It's wildly, you know, it's an exploitation movie, yeah. obviously, but you know, as you're uh, mid seventies, but it's an interesting movie, and obviously, this is a, I guess this is a word that maybe has hasn't been uh, in the popular vernacular in a while, but yes, that's like a, a racist compliment to call a black guy a Mandingo because yeah. he's full of sexual prowess. Although I do have to say, uh, our boy, he barely, uh, Omar Epps, he barely had any lines in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the whole kind of sub crew is not just him, but basically like the three little, like what you call it, the Scooby gang, they don't really <laughs> have too much to do in this episode because there's so much interpersonal drama with house which i guess you don't get on the average house episode where he you know he's with the you know because he doesn't have that much personal stuff going on yeah and it's it is wild that you have like in this episode i mean it, it's just how it happened i guess because obviously there's one's focused around him but it's wild that you have like more lines where people refer to him as like a carjacker yes. or a quote unquote. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I wonder if like speaking because it is the season finale and it had been going for a while. If like it was popular enough that they were like commenting on the audience by having all these characters be like, I'm gonna act like house and just like say yeah. racist stuff. <laughs> I, I absolutely think that was part of it because the I mean because when they when the, after the show came out I I think I remember I might be remembering this wrong but I think the first ads I saw were just like medical drama medical drama and then people started kind of reacting to the character mm -hmm. and um, and Hugh Laurie in it and it was like house house Hugh Laurie is like the meanest coolest dude you've <laughs> ever seen and it all became about the house personality and house himself became a bit of a me and it absolutely did over the years yeah. I also, so fun thing. So I was watching with uh, my wife who is a doctor. So she some comments gets to comment on the specifics here. And she had not heard the word, that word before. And she just goes, is she talking about Dr. Chase? Cause that's it's like dingo. Yeah. <laughs> dingo. That's Lenny apparently had also heard. And she was just like, it's like, so that's, you know what? That's great. Today people only <laughs> think it means 
dingo, like the Australian <laughs> animal, I guess. Um, but it's just, I I looked at and I like I don't know. It might just be one of those things where because people for good reason do not throw the term around that much, it feels wild to just see someone use it in like that. Like I I think it, the most recent pop cultural thing is like uh Django Unchained uses the word like in the context of here are slave owners saying that word. So having not really heard it in media and then hearing her just toss it out, I'm like, is that, can they do that? That doesn't seem <laughs> on network TV. Just okay. I, I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, they, uh, oh, they do have also when she, I know it's this, um, they're doing like exploratory surgery on him, even though they don't think anything's wrong, which so also cool. felt like, I love yeah. just like <laughs> hearing the phrase exploratory surgery and just like being like, oh, they'll just be like, your wife says you're sick, so let's just look around. Yeah, which I asked Liz about that and she's like, yeah, they do exploratory surgery as a thing. But I'm like, but like, just if someone's like, my husband's vibes are off, cut him open. Like, I don't think, like, that felt like a wild thing. This is, by the way, when he then tries to tell her what happened. This is, we want to have you on for this episode because she says into her recorder, Leslie versus Leslie. I don't know if you noticed Ooh, that yeah. she's talking, taking case notes for something. Oh, okay. I did, That's I not did, I did not know until <laughs> watching it yesterday that that happens. But I do have to apologize. I may not have picked up every line because I watched this like you watch a house episode with something <laughs> no, no, else no. going on in yeah, the background. You did not in the background that. doing that's the authentic experience that. doing laundry. Yeah. I expect everyone to do laundry while they're watching the episode. <laughs> Quiet, Reg. Sorry, Reg wants people to. Reggie wants people to listen to every line, but that's unreasonable. <laughs> he just said, um, yeah, they have, uh, I like that. They, so they do the thing. Um, they do this. So Cameron's like, Oh, you're treating this guy differently because it's your ex's husband. But so far he's been treating him like exactly the same. So <laughs> how he'd treat any of his patients where he's being rude and he always thinks he's right. And um, he calls him a liar all the time. Yeah. Yes. He says, you know, he says everybody lies, which as we pointed out is supposed to be like the theme of the show, but feels very loose. I don't yeah, feel like it doesn't really make it, it doesn't even make sense. I don't think it's, everybody yeah. lies to it's, their doctor. Maybe some people, <laughs> but like if you're getting treated by the famous house and he has a crack staff all waiting to help you get better, I don't know. You get your insurance is covered take a covering apparently. I don't I don't know what the what kind of insurance they, they take at this place, but it seems like it covers everything from like private investigators, like private <laughs> like private jets to flying specialists, anything you need they take care of you why would you lie to the house <laughs> except for the fact that the show is 45 minutes long so we gotta yeah, stretch exactly. it out a bit on the subject of lying he also has a line where he's talking to the husband and he's like i guess if you can fake sincerity you can fake anything and i was like yeah like what else would you fake besides sincerity that's <laughs> yeah. the only thing <laughs> yeah that's a that's a that's a good point that's like the baseline of faking things <laughs> if you can uh, lie about telling the truth then you can lie about anything but see, yeah. that's the beauty of this show because in that moment, you're the, the by the time you're processing that line and thinking it's clever, and then say, like, "Wait a minute, that's kind of goofy." They're already saying something else. Yeah. The show just keeps moving. Yeah. The uh, oh yeah, it's Cameron who says that they have they like they do the thing where they go check out their house. Uh, they break into the house. They call it house because they always, they're always breaking into houses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and they they have like a cookies and a note which is cute because it's his ex so of course she know or she knows that he's gonna send his uh his guys to come check out his the house heavies he says he yeah. sends the black guy to break in to this middle class white home with australian uh, yeah probably, uh you know i i don't know obviously the ethics of this questionable at best but sending the black guy yeah on, to do it is just like the pilot is actually yeah. explicit about him hiring Omar Epps because he like had a criminal record and is like, yeah, you'll break into houses for me. Yeah. They have... I actually love that. Guy. <laughs> yeah. They, they do that. Just the cops show up and it's just uh, one black guy, an Australian guy and Chase is trying to like explain like, no, look, the reason we did this. And they're like, he doesn't even speak English. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I want to comment. This was the era where, like, 
a lead on a show would be Australian or British, a Commonwealth country for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Not Canadians. Fuck those Canadians. They're everywhere. All right. The real fucking, you know, you you uh you had it on fucking burn notice. Uh yeah. you and you just had all these characters that were just for no reason whatsoever add a little bit of culture to the mix. I like that on TV. Yeah. It's nice. It, it helped us. Uh, it, it was it was Hollywood's attempt to push back against the xenophobia of the Bush years. They were yes, like, yes. Well, <laughs> what about different kinds of white people? Yeah, exactly. Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you think foreigners are so bad? Well, what about this fancy white lad who could be your doctor? <laughs> uh, yeah. The um, they have they. The only thing they find is there's like uh and uh like amphetamines or something and house is like well the doctor on he's uh, like a high school guidance counselor and the doctor on that prescription was just busted for writing phony prescriptions i was like of course house knows which doctors (laughs) haven't haven't yet been busted for (laughs) phony prescriptions which is which makes sense that he would be keeping track of that just like in his rolodex like oh i can't see dr gray you know dr jeff anymore and then he pockets Um, the pills which is an incredibly cool move yeah uh they house tries to set off because he's trying to like they're testing the mri to see you know how his brain is functioning and responding to different prompts and the guy he like goads the guy into like going into detail about how he like ate out house's ex in like a paris hotel room or something yeah, the guy's just like, like uh i remember it was paris because we didn't leave our hotel room for two weeks and i was like why would that make you remember that it's paris and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot what city we were in because we never left the hotel room. Like um, ends up, it ends up making sense a little bit true. later. House picks yeah. up on it. We're we're just all dumb dumbs because we don't figure out that this extremely nonsensical line actually <laughs> is the key, uh, the key to solving this whole riddle. Yeah, it was the um the only the only thing it did it is they did they did make a goof. The wiki I checked this. The wiki says apparently, uh house when he's showing them the mri scans and it's like look question nine when he started talking about paris his brain did this but as the wiki points out that was question seven uh-oh oh uh-oh. maybe something's wrong with house oh shit that oh, would have yeah, been <laughs> that would have been like they would have had to eat their words if the next episode they go wait a minute house didn't, wasn't that question seven? And then he just like collapses. And like, oh, shit. See, I thought the end of the show, well, we haven't, you haven't gotten there yet, but I thought maybe the last season would be about House losing it. Like he's no longer like actually capable. And, and then all these patients are coming back saying, no, no, shit's going wrong. I'm sure they've done one or two episodes like that. But like if there was just a whole season of like House on the run, like doing uh, illegal medical practice. I would, I like, would have yeah. loved for them to just lean into it being Dr. Death and being like, no, he was just acting confident this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> they just do a, they do like the season, the series finale of Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. All of his patients oh. in the courtroom just like and then he suffocated me because i wouldn't take this medicine um yeah the uh they have the he he starts getting worse the guy gets like paralyzed and they have a moment where the way he like his like most of his body is paralyzed and he like puts his head down in a way that i guess his eye is supposed to be at spreading but kind of looks like him being like gosh shit <laughs> like it's tough to characterize you'd have to go to this episode and look up that moment but there's just something a little bit funny about the way that he that they're like it's spreading and he's just like gah like, <laughs> yeah they don't take it very seriously yeah um yeah and then like they he i think this is when house says Oh, this is when he says, "House, okay, House says he thinks it's Guillaume Beret, and they're like, but there's no, you know, uh, indicators of Guillaume Beret. And House is like, well, maybe his system's not fighting it, and he has another problem. And Foreman's like, what are the odds of that? And it's like, you deal with like one in a hundred cases every week. So, I don't know, you're on House, probably yeah. pretty high, but it's something that... The there, odds are low. There are way too many episodes where they're like, but that would mean two conditions at the same time. And you're like... Yeah, doesn't that happen? <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Uh, yeah, but they he says like, uh, oh, we have to check him for you know something. 
uh, at one point he starts having a panic attack. So they push Ativan, which is, I got a prescription for Ativan. I never took, and then it expired because I was <laughs> anxious about what taking it would do, which is its own weird uh, <laughs> circle there. Um, I didn't want to turn into Jordan Peterson. I want to get airlifted <laughs> to Russia and have like um, someone put me in a coma so I could, I don't even know what, oh, this, what was the recent, oh, he got, he said that some woman in a swimsuit, like, wasn't attractive and it was a authoritarian dictatorship <laughs> that she's on a magazine or something. Oh, yeah, Swar- Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Swar- yeah, that's Sports uh, Illustrated. Um, I mean, if House were around, uh, I don't know if he dies in the finale, but assuming he lives past the finale, and he were just alive today. Who would Dr. Owls be? And I definitely do think he would be one of these MAGA doctors, yeah. cultural critics, 100%. Be like one of those, like the Weinsteins, like those guys who like are like. He uh, would be more sort of like libertarian. I feel like he would be like, I'm not going to label my politics, but then it's like clearly oh, just libertarian. Yeah. Yes, yes. A no labels guy, yes. He is. I mean, it is weird to be like, well, which one would he be when he is kind of just like Sam Harris with like a medical degree, right? I feel like that's like pretty close maybe snarkier and more clever um because he's a, got tv writers so yes. you know it's like the real life version wouldn't have tv writers um but yeah that is the thing when you think about like that sort of uh epic reddit atheist guy and kind of how that developed and it's like a lot of them not not covering themselves in glory let's say these days <laughs> um yeah, the uh, they at this point. So he, this is, I think, when he thinks it's uh, acute intermittent porphyria, which is apparently a, like an incredibly rare disease. Um, and he's like, the only way to test for it is to test his urine while he's having an attack. <laughs> which does it seem like it would be as hard as they're making it seem? Aren't they always using a catheter to collect the urine? So like. At some point, but I guess that they don't know if another I, yeah, attack I think it's that it could be first. like I think it's that it could be like weeks before the next attack, right? Okay, like, yeah, because he's like, I'm gonna, I could trigger an attack by just pumping him with like this mystery cock. Like he does like a suicide, like at the uh, movie theater or whatever at the Seven Eleven, but with like a bunch of different drugs just to like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought he was just going to emotionally abuse him more. Into it. It <laughs> this, I obvious, I thought that was obviously where it was going, but no, yeah. he's like, oh, actually, I'm going to do some medical shit with you. That would have yeah, actually been, uh, that would have been good if, like, the ending was him being like, Joe, your wife doesn't love her, and I just fucked her, or whatever, and then he's like, yeah. hey, I'm a good guy, I was triggering the attack <laughs> for the test. <laughs> yeah, he'd just be like, let's whip it out, let's measure cocks, bro. Uh... <laughs> In, that actually is, by the way, a Law and Order uh, criminal intent. Because Law and Order criminal intent, the like younger brother, I feel like of the Law and Orders. <laughs> that I mean, some of them, you know, came and went in like one season, but like SVU, I think has become the biggest one. Even though Classic was on earlier, um, and then like, uh, which is like a weird thing that someone was just like what if we make a law and order that's like just about sex assault and pedophiles and they're like great put it on prime time on network television this is the biggest show on the planet yeah it was originally supposed to be called law and order sex crimes just straight up svu is not an actual thing that exists until after the show like special victims unit yeah they came up with that they start. They were like, "Wow, what if we did have cops who solved sexual assault? That'd be cool." And then they were like, "Well, we tried our best, just or you know, well, we tried." Um, and so one of them, the what the like younger brother one is, uh, criminal intent, which is the one that the it's a it's a weird one because it's tough to explain. Like SVU, it's really easy to explain. It's it's like basic Law and Order, but it's all rapists and pedophiles. Um, whereas like, uh, criminal, uh, criminal intent is like the, the things that set it apart is you see the person like committing the crime at the beginning, 
or like sort of putting it into motion, you see like more of the players at the beginning. And then also the big thing is nearly every episode of Criminal Intent, they still have a lawyer, but he almost never goes to like actual trial. He's just there to show up. Um, a lawyer who I believe is uh, Courtney B. Vance on her. Yeah, it's Courtney B. Vance during. Yeah some year they 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 had i mean maybe two or three different uh da's until they uh stopped using them but yeah the main thing well basically house and criminal intent are the same show because they're both sherlock holmes yeah that the, that's the actual that's the actual pick pitch that um dick wolf had for mm. criminal intent it was like no i just want to do a sherlock holmes show and be law and order that's why they show you it the case how the case uh how the crime actually happened first because you're supposed to marvel at how the detective is able to put these pieces together and get the guy like and you're supposed to be like trying to compete with them like how, can you figure out before they do you know that sort of thing and it's very similar to how similar but except he's like much nicer than house <laughs> actually he's like weird oh, yeah. where he's i think i think if this show came out today we, he would we would probably say he was on the spectrum as supposed oh, to be it's like the the idea there when I remember when the show came out, they were just like, "Oh no, Bobby, he's just you know weird and doesn't get along." He's with quirky, yeah. yeah. He just has very specific interests, and he's just aware of like, like because he has the the example I always think of is it's yeah, it's Vincent D'Onofrio and uh, the other person who. Uh, sorry, I don't remember that actress's name, but you can look her up at home. Um, they always like show up to someone's apartment, and she starts saying like, "So, do you mind if we?" And then he like interrupts, and it's like, "Sorry, those curtains." <laughs> that's that's Afghani silk, right? Those were only made in the seventies, and they're like, oh, I guess. And he's like, oh, that's so interesting because he sort of does like the Columbo <laughs> thing. Uh, the reason I brought it up is because I said the dick. I brought it because I said something stupid, and I was like, that reminds me of a five minute tangent I'm about to start, <laughs> which is uh, they literally did have one because almost all those episodes would end with Vincent D'Onofrio or eventually Chris Noth uh, going like in they like would never have enough evidence to actually arrest them so they don't to... forget goldblum don't forget jeff goldblum oh, does... goldblum on totally oh yes oh, oh yes that's he amazing did, he did a couple of seasons maybe a couple of half seasons yeah that's a good fit for that yeah. for the weird savant detective because the one i remember there was one where they would never have enough evidence to actually arrest them properly and like convict them properly so they always just had to trick them into confessing and there was one where, like, they knew the guy was really insecure about his masculinity and, like, killed someone because she cheated on him or something. So Vincent D'Alfrey, like, comes in. He's like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, I'm all right. He's like, yeah, I'm feeling all right, too. My pants are too tight a little bit. Ugh! And he, like, puts his foot on the, uh, like, table. And he's like, <laughs> size 13, by the way. What's your shoe size? And he just, like, <laughs> keeps talking about how much bigger his dick is till the guy, like, flips and is like... Ah, I murdered her because my dick's too small, and he's just like, "Get him away! We yeah. got him, boys." Um, just yeah, the uh, oh, they they yeah, so they want they house wants to uh trigger a reaction using a drug cocktail, and the ex-wife is like. If this was any other patient, you wouldn't want his permission. House is like, he could sue me. And like, even more so than some of these cases, like, this is like, really like a doctor just coming in, <laughs> trying to like juke around his like subordinates to just stab a guy with a I, I, that scene is so wild i yeah. love it so much yeah because i love when he's like he could sue me and she's like well if he's paralyzed he won't be able to sue i was like that like that's really hot first off like just her <laughs> being like oh not worry about it i love how evil she is that scene really made me be like oh how some this woman are soulmates yeah <laughs> yeah you know that uh that internet meme uh paralyzed bf lady macbeth gf right <laughs> is that um yeah but he's like it it is wild because even though she's like you do this stuff all the time this is the probably one of the most outright clear-cut cases of house committing assault yeah uh, it's, it's so i think the relationship is so interesting because she like 
will be like, oh, this is typical house. Ugh, but then like clearly <laughs> wants him to be worse. Yes. Yeah. Wants in encouraging it. Like, no, just do your house thing, please. I'm, I know I've, yeah. I was pretending when I said that was bad. No, you should Which, do that. To be That's fair. Like, you. Yeah. We learned that in the previous episode that's like that flashes back to when he had his leg uh he first has leg issues she did she did house him like yeah, she exactly. housed him full on like, she uh that's like what's so sexy and just cool in this episode and i think it is the same scene is like houses because of his own personal experience like i know he wouldn't forgive you and she's like no he would uh, and I just love that yeah. for her, that her happy ending is that she found a guy who doesn't care about his bodily autonomy. Yeah. She finally found the guy. They, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's wild, but he does, he does end up doing it. And then he has to, I do love that he goes, um, cause like the catheter falls out or something. So he just injects a syringe directly into his batter bladder and is like piss straight from the oh, source. God. Did you guys think? most of that scene thinking it would be like some sort of fake out like it was just going so far that i thought at some point house would be like i was trying to make you think i was gonna inject you and like oh i wrote uh i wrote is this an attack or is he just doing a bit like yeah. i was like, I feel like it had to be like house doing one of his patented bits and then the guy would suppose you know i thought it was what we were talking about earlier i literally thought until he stabs him oh, he's doing this to set the guy off because he's going to freak out that he's about to stab him. But then he just does. Um, and thankfully, he's right. I, this is the wor This is the most assault he's done since there was an episode a little while ago where he strangled Obama. Um, he, like, had... A, he, like, suffocated. It's, like, it's not literally Obama, but it's, like, 2005, and it's, like, a senator, and they're, like, he could be the first black president. And it's, like clearly this is meant to be obama it's like you know the year after the dnc speech or whatever where everyone was like hmm um and that's well, when we I, you, huh well i do i hate to interrupt and get on a tangent but we oh, do have absolutely. to acknowledge that the cw did actually put obama in a legends of tomorrow actual yes. college gorilla grod was <laughs> right gorilla grod was gonna kill obama Oh, that's the scene right before that is so good where someone comes and says Barry needs your help and they're like Barry Allen and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> the only thing better is if it turns out that Gorilla Grob was working for Hillary Clinton so that she could become president <laughs> in 2008 she definitely would have called Grod a mandingo to his face yeah I think she would have. and he would have been like I'm pretty sure you can't say that <laughs> That is not acceptable. That's actually that's... the email people were talking yeah, about. He... Was... Yeah, that's the one, the WikiLeak email where she said, she put it in quotes like I did that time. So it was, she said, she thought it was being out, but she was like, no, theoretically, I was talking about someone else <laughs> saying that you, um, yeah, that's the same thing that people said. There was that whole thing, uh, that was, <laughs> she's on tape somewhere the same way that they allegedly, there's allegedly, I don't know if you know, this was like a thing for a while that I guess people have forgotten about now that Obama's not president anymore. But there was like the legendary, quote unquote, whitey tape where there was a, Obama like allegedly was like on tape. Oh, yeah, I remember using the word white, which doesn't like I don't that doesn't feel like it, even if it came out, <laughs> even if that was real, like I don't that doesn't feel like that would have been a big deal even if they found it they like whoever whatever investigator they paid who was like i had to go on the dark web and i had to fight off like ninjas but like i found the legendary tape and you'd be like what's oh was it what that he was do also doing okay wait now i'm trying to remember what the tape was because that doesn't sound like it would have i guess it was during the election okay it was all right i guess it was a whole speech allegedly um sure uh oh it was about michelle obama michelle obama saying why the during a run up to 2008 okay. there were a lot of those i feel like and house is a show from that era i mean i this is one of the things i felt watching the show it's like it just seems like the stakes of reality were <laughs> so much lower yes. yeah uh 
I it just seemed like it like no like the biggest problem with the president is going to be that maybe his wife's at Whitey uh at, at at a dinner or something like that that was the biggest issue going obviously that wasn't the, the case but that's kind of what the cultural right. world felt like you know, like when you go to the house like everybody had is nice cars nice houses they're not worried about paying their bills for the most at least this episode i didn't see a lot of people worried about paying their bills everyone's a fucking doctor yeah you know and and young and and attractive and like the biggest and they're just here to solve these problems and as people can just be rational about it and come together we can fix anything yeah the, this is... the bar for being shocked was very low it'd be like what if your doctor mentioned being an atheist and that's like a full <laughs> hour of television <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking in the background of like this article about the Whitey tape, and it's um, it's a very weird. Th- so apparently, and this makes sense because a lot of that stuff was started by the Clinton campaign during the primary. So a lot, you know, it might have been during started that way, and then I guess some right wing blogger, uh, said that the tape existed and the McCain campaign had it, and they chose not to release it. Those <laughs> cowards. Uh. But um, yeah, they they have the the whole thing. Um, Cameron, okay, Cameron. Like, I know this is supposedly her becoming self aware, but you know, earlier she mentioned she went on a date with House. They're talking, and they're like, uh, she's like, "Wow, I thought that you couldn't love anyone. <laughs> I guess you couldn't love me." And it's like. Yeah, you made him go on one date with you as a condition for you coming back to work. Yeah, and I it didn't love go how well. insane I don't know. Is. I love that yeah, like I... the whole character of Cameron is just like being hot is a disease. Like it just makes yeah. me Oh, when I saw that scene, I was like, Oh my god, this is the most pathetic person I've ever yeah. seen. It's like, of yeah. course he doesn't love you. You suck. You're I horrible. Know. <laughs> You're so boring. Oh my god, it was it was really. Sad. I bet I don't know if I were the actress, I would be pretty pissed off having to say. Yeah, that she line. doesn't get great stuff to do. They mostly yeah, are even, just like... like even in the finale, she has a line where she's like, "I don't know if he is capable of love like that." She's just always and, at and it. He, she's like half his age and clearly not uh, on his level on the same ontological level that he exists yeah, on exactly. right, what's yeah. even as a character in the show if house is going to hang out with somebody it's going to be dr mandingo or maybe <laughs> even they'll go to a, a bar with the australian why would he ever spend time with this you know m- mousy but yeah. somewhat attractive woman i yeah, don't he just want to make him feel bad <laughs> love a nagging woman in a sweater vest then who can he love <laughs> she just goes up to like she's just like visiting another country just like oh i'm i went on my bachelorette party to mexico and she's just like it's weird no one there can speak they just talk <laughs> in weird sounds it's just like maybe they were speaking a different la- a language i don't speak that doesn't <laughs> exist just everything yeah. is like Meanwhile, this ex-wife comes in and it's like, oh, I get it. She actually has like a personality and a backbone. And this yeah. is why House liked her, but also why they can't be together tragically. Yeah. Which they had. So she admits that she still loves him, but that it wouldn't work out. They can't be together. And then Cuddy is like, hey, I want to run this by you, House. I'm thinking I'm going. Cause, oh, be, specifically because. She like they have to monitor her husband for a while, and for that reason, primarily, apparently, <laughs> I'm going to hire her as general counsel of the hospital. Which I do th- love offering someone a job for that reason because I'm like, yeah, having to make a stop after work is annoying. I want to drive yeah. straight home. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I lost. I could not believe it. It's like, is this what actually happens to white people in real life? You yeah. go somewhere, it's a little bit inconvenient yeah. for you, so someone just gives you a job to make it easier for you. Yeah. Is this how it happens? Also, like, she like told House to commit an assault on a patient in this yes. episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. we should make her the general counsel for the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Which, I, I, did they not have one before? It's it's also a massive conflict of interest because she's in love with the single biggest liability at the hospital. <laughs> like, the one who would need the lawyer to come in every week to step in. 
I wonder how fucked up that that legal department is now. If yeah. this is like the improvement, houses X. Yeah, someone's just like, uh, "Hey, were you able to uh, work on those insurance claims?" Well, uh, I got this big pile of people house slapped in the face because he <laughs> said it would cure their virus. So, no, I think I got to get through this. <laughs> um. Leslie, I know Someone you have a hard out, checks. so uh, do we want to this yeah. time do the rate, do the episode rating first, and then we'll just see if we can do any segments after we do that? Yeah, sure. Let's yeah, let's just we'll wind down. We'll do the rating. Leslie, do you uh, do so we rate from um, or one of us can do it first if if you want. But we do from uh, one to five Vicodins. Uh, you can split them in half if you want. <laughs> All right, so this one's hard because I did enjoy it, but I feel like there are better episodes. Mm -hmm. And and they could have made this up, even though they really like every minute was pretty entertaining. I feel like there could have been like a nice B plot going on with one of the you know one of the Scooby Gang, something mm -hmm. just that you yeah. could sink your teeth into. Besides that, I don't think House can love anybody. <laughs> if can't love me. Like that's not enough. That's not that's not enough for me to give this you know the full approval. So I say, and it's a season finale, so you're expecting you know mm, yeah. some big something big, big changes, not just introducing. A character that's going to start in next season that i that's actually kind of odd to me right like like why would you why are you introducing the character in the season finale did you run out of ideas for the season what's going on it, that's and that's the thing that happens with fox where like the season premiere can be, become the season finale and vice versa i don't know if that's the case with this episode but it seemed kind of odd to me so as a season finale i gotta give it like a three like a three vibe. yeah it's just kind of just kind of mid for a season finale. You expect something a little bit bigger. Yeah, I think you nailed it. That's exactly what I'd give in for pretty much the same reasons. Yeah, you, you you definitely bring up a good point with it not being that exciting for a season finale. I think I'm still going to give it a three and a half just because I do just really love that everything works out because that like they just gave her this happy ending of being like, no, she found a man who will be like, oh, you almost killed me. Okay, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who is he's like, well, I'm going to hire a lawyer. And she's like, well, I'm not going to pay for it. And I control our finances. <laughs> like, you just imagine her. It, it feels like it's not the healthiest. Uh, yeah, but you know but what? It's so fun that, like, uh, House's, like, problem is, like, oh, he's too bitter because uh, his, you know, he's disabled because of the decisions she made. And then it's like, she found this perfect relationship where the guy will just, just fucking take it. Yeah. Just whatever. Sure. You know that meme, that other meme with the the four, four o'clock. It's time for whatever. Yeah. Like, it's like it's four o'clock, honey. It's time for my ex to jab you with a mystery <laughs> cocktail. Yes, honey. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't have much time left because I know you got uh, a deadline uh, to get out of here. Um, I'll just say we finished Ozark, and what a what a show that. Uh, really just Jason Bate. I'm, I'm, I don't look back at, uh, Breaking Bad with quite the shine I did at one point. I think it's still probably good. I, I don't really want to rewatch it, but after watching Sopranos, which I hadn't, I was like, oh, well that's better. I'm glad I watched Breaking Bad first or else I would have been like, hmm, the Sopranos, but Ozark, I don't know. Jason Bateman does not pull off the brian cranston as well he just kind of feels like michael bluth through much of it he's just going like look you know i just i think we gotta sell the we gotta wash this money we just i think the, the cart the cartel they're not gonna be happy with that <laughs> yeah they're not gonna be happy with that just opening up like uh you know uh spoilers for season I don't know, three or something just opening up the fridge and there's a bag that says ashes of your brother-in-law and he looks in <laughs> and goes oh i don't know what i expected yeah I, I do I did enjoy the show because it got a lot darker at it times did, yeah. than I expected. But on the whole, it didn't it always it didn't feel like that satisfying a meal. Like it's good content, I would yeah. say. Like if it this is like okay, this is like the best Netflix is doing. Like if you're gonna yeah. watch something on Netflix, I would watch oh I would give Ozarks a chance. Yeah. But it's not as satisfying as like a lot like something like The Sopranos, not even oh, yeah. not even in the same league, even though it's like, you know, a crime show that's supposed to be somewhat in the similar vein but it just feels like a lot emptier and it does have the same pro the problem we were talking about earlier with it's not episodic you gotta watch the whole season maybe two or three before you get 
like a conclusion to any of these lines, that, uh, these plot lines uh, that are going on. And it just doesn't make for satisfying ep- episodic watching. It's like if you're going to sit down and watch the Ozarks, you got to sit down and watch five hours of it oh, yeah. before you get, you know, to the good stuff. Yeah. And that's I mean, you mentioned it being darker. That's I think one interesting hook that they kind of gave up partway through and it would have been tough to maintain is the very beginning of the show kind of part of the hook of it is it really doesn't seem like he cares if he dies which kind of yeah uh was a thing in the beginning because like his wife is like cheating on him and he is like just doesn't he's like being incredibly risky in ways that like but like more so than walter white and then eventually he's just kind of like i don't know i'm just kind of a mix between walter white and michael bluth now um yeah, that was the Billions Report, where I bring up a show that isn't House. Um, but I think we should probably uh, do plugs, because I think we, uh, we're wrapping up. So, uh, Unless, Lenny, do you have anything else? Um, no. I mean, I can do like a very quick shipping report and just say yeah. like the ending with the Stacey job offer just felt like the network told them that they have to promise there'll be a love interest next season. Yeah, it <laughs> does feel like it. That was the rocket shipping report. That was yeah. the quick best version um yeah so leslie uh anything you want to plug before you head out oh yeah just please check out struggle session my podcast where we talk about politics and pop culture we're about to i have to run a little bit quickly because we're about to do a deep space nine episode oh, yeah. that's gonna be a, be a lot of fun uh so very excited for that hey hey you're either you, y'all invited on if you got time right now in fact if you actually wanted to come on i we can do a pet, do a hot mic, but yeah, uh, it's at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or sesh.show. Please subscribe. Please like, give us all those five, five stars on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Yeah. I do not know deep space nine, but I'd certainly love to join for, uh, for a future topic. If you'd have me. Oh, we might have to do a criminal intent. Oh, I would do criminal intent. All right. Well, we have each other's email now, so we can, can make this happen, but, um, thank you. You can, if you got a, if you gotta run, you don't have to wait through our plugs. Yeah, have a good gotta, recording. We're recording. Right, but yeah, so thank you so much. Thank you for doing the show. Much appreciated. Right, have a good one. Peace. Thanks, Peace you too. And uh for me, I will say that you can check out andrewtaven.com at Andrew Taven on Twitter and also got um Sound Snacks coming up. I know I keep saying that, but it is coming in the next couple months that I wrote with Casey Turgeson, audio sketch show, fun times. Listen to that. And you can follow me on Twitter at Lenny Burnham, and you can check out my other podcast, Chapter Surfing, where I talk about uh, TV shows that are based on books. Leslie's been on it talking about The Witcher. It's a good episode, so check that out. And from all of us here at the House of House, have yourself a very pleasant evening.